Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your testimony, my testimony, our testimony, that we will bless the Lord at all times. Hallelujah. At all times. Even as we reflect this afternoon, can you not recall those times that were difficult? It seems as though there were no way out. But in looking back and reflecting, even you can attest how God made a way, how God brought us through. And that ought to catapult us in worship and thanksgiving, knowing that the God who has done it in the past is the God who will continue to show himself faithful in doing it in our lives, even in the present. Well, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, today we continue in the word of God, kind of spinning off from where we were last week when we came together in the joint service, looking at what God and his word was saying to us. It continues to speak to us. Isn't that right? God and his word continues to speak to you and I, the body of believers. In this afternoon, I'd like for us to conclude in this 10th chapter of Luke's gospel by considering what God is saying to us through the written text. The time for us to act is now. The time for us to hear with our heart to obey is now. The word of God to you and I, the people of God from the gospel of St. Luke's. It says now, now. Now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister and Martha had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her. Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. But one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion or the better portion, which will not be taken away from her. The word of God for us, the people of God. Martha, busy in preparation. Busy in seeking to do for God. And Mary, her sister, taking a seat at the Messiah's feet. It's one thing to be busy. It's not a matter to be busy and yet complaining. For she was concerned about what her sister was not doing. So she confronted the Lord. 
Martha, being distracted with much serving, went to the guests to complain. Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. Have we all felt that way at times when we look around and it seems as though there are not many others who are laboring in the vineyard and we want to question. But it's one thing to have those who refuse to engage in serving but are doing their own thing. It's another matter when they seem to be void in serving, but take a posture, a position at the feet of the master. But the Lord answered, the 41st verse reminds us, Martha, Martha, you're anxious and you're troubled. You're anxious and you're troubled. Those words speak. They speak volumes. They have spoken to me, and hopefully they have and will speak to you. As your name is inserted there, Mary is at the feet of Jesus. Martha is troubled. There are times when God, who can sense what's going on in our minds, if we will attune our ear, we can hear his voice calling you by name calling me by name, my son, my son, my daughter, my daughter. You're anxious and you're troubled about many things, not just a few, but many things. But one thing is necessary. Aren't you thankful that God has made it so simplistic for you and I to engage in that which is simplistic? You see, worship is at the heart of all that you and I are called to be and all that we are called to do as Christians, worship. It is important. It is important that we take the message of the gospel to the lost souls. That calls for engagement. That calls for activity. That calls for busyness. It's important that we understand that. But the busyness and the mindfulness would only be balanced when you and I see the importance of spending time with him and learning from him. We must undergird our busyness. The importance of that must be undergirded with the time that you and I are willing to spend with the Father. We must take time, as the old hymn writer once wrote, take time to be holy. Mary of Bethany is seen in the gospel of John, and in all the places we see her at least in three separate settings. Every time we see Mary in the gospel record, one can note that she is in that same place. She's in that same posture, and that is at the feet of Jesus. Yes, here she sat at his feet in Luke's gospel as we're looking at today, 10 and 39.
But if we were to go on into John's gospel, we will find that Mary, unlike where she was in Luke, sitting at the feet listening, in John 13 and 32, we find Mary when she fell at the feet and shared her woes. In John 11, verse 32, it says, Now when Mary came to where Jesus was and saw him, she fell at his feet saying, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Mary seemed to always take this position at the feet of Jesus. And the third place we find her again in John 12 and 3 where she is at the feet and poured out herself in worship. In John 12 and 3, we read, And Mary therefore took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. This personality who has been modeling for us throughout the scriptures, the place that all of us must not overlook, and that is the place at the feet of the master. And brothers and sisters coming together on a Sunday such as this allows us to come away from the activities of rushing on the highway Monday through Friday or busy trying to clock in for your eight o'clock jobs. Sunday coming out of Saturday to downtime for some, gives us an opportunity to come away for about an hour, come away where we can sit at the feet of Jesus, come away where we can do corporately with the body what I trust each of us are doing on a daily basis with the Father, and that is spending time with him, being at the feet of the Lord. The Lord wants each of us to experience the intimacy that Mary certainly had in worship before him. And like Martha, he would have us, yes, uh, to be engaged in the work. There is a blessed balance between worship and work. But as we consider the situation of Martha, we see a few things, do we not? We see that uh, she received Jesus into the house and she was then busy <laughs> preparing to serve him. But there is that place, my brothers and sisters, where Jesus would have us to stop and to allow him to minister to us, to allow him to serve us. Uh, what we do with Christ is so much more important than what we do for Christ. Uh, sadly, it is true uh, that many who have stagnated uh, on their journey with God, uh, many who have given up, uh, yes, uh, in their walk with God, uh, one of the things that has gone out of their out of their daily practice uh, is being uh, alone with him. It never ceased to fail uh, in your own life or that of another. You can just ask of yourself or ask of others, uh, how is it with your devotional time? How is it with your time alone with God? 
And brothers and sisters, if we hear excuses coming from our own mouth as it pertains to our own lives, or if we hear excuses coming from the mouth of others as it pertains to their lives, it is a serious time, a dreadful time, and it calls not just for prayers, but it calls for action. For one of the first things that the enemy of our souls would drop from us is the place of the word of God in our lives. Have you ever been in that place at one time or another where we we, we just neglect the hearing of the word or the reading of the word? I'm saying to us earnestly, saints of God, do not neglect the time alone with God and in his word. We can find time for many other things, but if in a daily basis, if on a weekly basis, we are not giving time to the hearing of God's word, we are not in a good place. Oh, we are busy, 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 busy when God would have us like Mary to take our place at his feet.